thanking our sponsors, Baruch Hashem, to thank all of our sponsors for today's year, to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Tamil Shmundi and Libadinovitz, for dedicating all the Sherman Joshua's this month in this Chusav and Aliyah for the Neshem of Shmundi's father, Rav Paris Avram, Ben Rav Binyamin Moshe. To thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Ira and Miriam Grossman, information of the art site of Ira's mother, Freda Grossman, Freda, Freda Bas Shmuel, Sichron Lebracha. To thank our Dafyomi sponsors for today, Bill and Razi Eskin, for Rafur Shlema, for Baruch Mendel Cohen, Ben Sada Rivka. And we thank our Dafyomi sponsors, Baruch Mary and Rina Dubin, in the merit of Rafur Shlema, for their niece, Chava Tsipora, Bas Chaya Malka, who is undergoing a bone marrow transplant today. We hope that in the merit of our Tamatora, all of those who require a refuah should have one together with Kol Chole Yisrael, all of the Nesham Shav and Aliyah, and the families in Nechama. And we'll say with that, let us begin. We have a beautiful, beautiful daf ahead of us today. Today's daf is Chafalif 21. And we are picking up Emir Sashem at the Mishnah on Chaf Amadeis 20b. Says the Mishnah, we'll say so again, still in the Sugya of Kiyam Shtaras, still in the Sugya of Kiyam Shtaras, of going ahead and upholding and certifying documents. And again, kind of getting, well, let's see. Says the Mishnah. Ze Omer, listen to this. Ze Omer Ksav Yadi. Ze Omer Ksav Yado Shel Chaveri. Ze Omer Ksav Yadi. Ze Omer Ksav, Ze Ksav Yado Shel Chaveri. So we'll see, interesting case. Reuven and Shimon signed on a document. So whereas in the end of yesterday's daf, we spoke about the idea that we had a case where Reuven and Shimon had both died, right? And now others were trying to come to be, to really go ahead and certify and then, and then I guess repudiate the document. Here in this case, what's happening? We have a document. We have a document. A lent B money. It's being contested and based in. So what happens? Reuven and Shimon, the witnesses, show up. Baruch Hashem, they're alive and well. They show up. So what happens, Ruvain comes along and he says, listen, that Ruvain, that Ruvain signature, that's me, that's me. And Shimon, that's my friend Shimon, that's his signature. I know, I know, I'm, so I know who he is. So what Ruvain's essentially doing is, he's attesting to the validity of his signature and to the validity of Shimon's signature. Shimon then comes to Bazin and Shimon says, oh, I'm Shimon, that's my signature. And I recognize Ruvain's signature as well. What's the halacha says the Mishnah? They are believed. Look at Rashi. Because essentially, what do you have? You have two witnesses who are who are testifying about each signature, right? Now, both say, granted, one of the witnesses on each signature is who is who is the aid himself, but that's okay. We've already spoken about this, that a person is believed to say and based in Zeksav Yadi. This is my signature. So therefore, Halacha Lamai said, that is not a problem. Okay, that's case number one. I will say, the truth is, that's actually a Pashat case, straightforward case, not even a Shaila. Excellent. Here we go. Here we go. Ze Omer, Zeksav Yadi. Ze Omer, Zeksav Yadi. I will say, what happens if Reuben and Shimon come along? And Reuben says, yes, I recognize my signature. They ask him, do you recognize Shimon's? He says, no, no, I don't, I don't, I know that, you know, Shimon and I, remember I signed together with Shimon, but I don't recognize his signature. Shimon comes along and says, I recognize my signature, but not Ruben's signature. So here essentially, what do you have? You have each witness attesting to the validity of his own signature, but not commenting on the other. So I will say, what's Talacha in such a situation like this? What's the halacha? Tzrichin letzarev imahem acher. So we'll say in this case, in this case, 
each witness needs to go ahead and include another one in order to go ahead, in order to go ahead and certify the signature. And certify the signature. So we'll say, so again, also, well, dear Rebbe, these are the words of Rebbe. So we'll say, so again, just follow the cases. Case number one, Ruvain comes in and says, that's my signature, and that's Shimon's signature. Shimon comes in and says, that's my signature, that's Ruvain's signature. Good to go. We've got two witnesses on each signature. Case number two, case number two, Ruvain comes in and says, that's my signature. I don't recognize, I don't, I don't recognize, I don't know Shimon's handwriting. Shimon comes in and says, that's my signature. I don't recognize Ruvain. So what do we do now? So Rebbe says, Rebbe says, what do we have to do? Each one has to go out and bring another aid, right? So ultimately, again, look at Rashi. So we'll say, Rebbe says like this, essentially, we need to bring in another aide who recognizes both of the signatures, right? Now, the truth is, it can be both of the signatures or two aides who recognize one of the signatures. The idea is, Rebbe says, okay, now all you have is one witness on each signature. You need, the ideal would be, bring in, bring in Levi, who recognizes both Ruvain's and Shimon's signatures, and now we're good to go. We've got two witnesses on each signature. So we'll say, Rebbe's just staying consistent with the Mishnah. Rebbe's just saying, in order to certify signatures on a document, you need to aid him. Chum the Chum say, no. No, no, no. Chum omrim enam srichim l'tzarifim on acher. No, you don't need anyone else to testify over here. Why? Ela ne'eman adom lomar zek sabiyadi. So I both say, listen to this. Chum come along and say, no. You don't need additional edos. What, what do you need? You need to go ahead and certify signatures. How do you certify signatures, right? The truth is, all you need is for a person to come along, an aide to come along and say, that's my signature, that's my signature. And once a person says, that's my signature, we're done, we're done. There's nothing more to talk about after that. So I will say, so a fundamental machlokis. So let's go one more time with what we agree with, right? What we agree with is case number one. Ruvain comes along and says, that's my signature, and I recognize Shimon's. Shimon comes along and says, that's my signature, I recognize Ruvain. We've got two witnesses on each signature, good to go. Case number two, Reuven comes in, he recognizes, he recognizes, he attests, that's mine, I can't, I can't talk about Shimon's, I don't think about Shimon's. Shimon comes in and says, that's mine. Rebbe says, great, you have one witness on each signature, all you need is what? Ideally, one more guy who recognizes both signatures, and you're good to go. That'll give you two witnesses on each signature. The Chum say, what are you talking about? You don't need two witnesses. Let's go back for a second. When do we need two witnesses on a signature? When do we need that? When do we need that? In a case where the witnesses themselves are not certifying their signature. But whenever you have witnesses show up in Bezin and a witness says, that's my signature. They both say, what's that? What's that? Say, we're done. We're done. You don't need additional aidos after that. Once someone says, that's my signature, there's nothing more to talk about. We're done. So fundamentally, here we go. Says the Gemara. Last line on Rebbe, top of Chafal. So the Gemara wants to understand what's the Machlokas, right? What, what are they arguing about over here? So here we go. The Chishetim Silomar Rebbe, top of Chafalif, Aksav Yadon Hein say, listen to this. According to Rebbe, according to Rebbe, it must be that when witnesses come to go ahead and, and up, uh, certify a document in Bezdin, 
what are they testifying on? What are they giving Eidos on? So Rebbe would say, they're giving Eidos on the authenticity of their signature, right? Giving testimony on the authenticity of their signature. But say, listen to this. We'll explain just a moment. According to Chachamim, no, no, no. When witnesses come along and certify a document, they're not going ahead and testifying about their signatures. What are they testifying about? The transaction. And we'll see, hear this? When witnesses come to Basin to certify a document, are they just upholding their signatures and we're not really getting into the discussion about the transaction recorded in the document? That's Rebbe? Or no, Chachamim, they're coming to uphold the transaction. Look at Rashi for just a moment. Tap Rashi on Chafalaf it begins on Chafam Beis. We start here. According to Rebbe, when Chachamim come to Beis, then they are coming to certify their signatures. That certification of signatures is like a regular edos, and therefore what? You need two witnesses per signature. According to the Chachamim, Rashi says, this is incredible. The Chum say, when the witnesses themselves, oh, sorry, when the witnesses themselves show up in Beisden, right, and are testifying, witnesses, I didn't dislodge anything here, good. When the witnesses themselves show up in Beisden, No, I think I'm going to think I'm right. Sorry. When the witnesses themselves show up in Beisden, I'll say, so according, according to the Chachamim, what are they, what are they testifying to? At that point, they're testifying to the actual loan. We're using the loan as an example. They're testifying to the loan. They're not testifing about their signatures. And as I'll say, when do we need, this is fascinating. When do we need to uphold, let's think about this in just a moment. You have, you have a document that's contested. When do you need to uphold? When do you need Eidos about signatures? When? When? Right? When it's not the Eidim themselves who are showing up to Beisdin. In other words, A lent B money. B is claiming, Lo hayu me'olam. The document is a forgery. The document is a forgery. We've got Reuven and Shimon going ahead and signing on it. So what does Beisdin do? What does Beisdin do? So I both say, to start to reconstruct the facts, that's, too, that's crazy. Really, all Bezin needs to do is prove that what? Prove that what? The document is a valid document. How do you prove that a document is a valid document? In Halo, how do you prove a document is a valid document? Certify the signatures. Certify the signatures. So up until now, what we've been dealing with is exactly that case. Now, I both say, in our, up until now, Reuven and Shimon have never been available. Right? They're on vacation, right? Ben Azmanim, right? They're on vacation, right? They're out of town, right? So Halo, so now, what happens? So up until now, we've been dealing with the situation of how do we certify their signatures? So we've needed Eidos on their signatures. So Rebbe says, Rebbe says, even in this case, what we're doing is whenever you have Eidos on their signatures, Eidos requires what? What? Two witnesses per signature. Two witnesses per signature. The Chama come along and say, what are you talking about? When we have the Eidim themselves, we don't have to uphold the document by simply going ahead and certifying their signatures, but rather, what do we do? What do we do? Let's certify the transaction. So when Reuven and Shimon both show up, and we say, Reuven, did the loan happen? Reuven says, yeah. Shimon, did the loan happen? Yeah. We've got two witnesses certifying the transaction. 
We don't have to be preoccupied with two witnesses per signature. So I both say, fundamental machlokis Rebbe Nechachamim about the nature of certifying a document when the witnesses themselves are showing up to Beisdin. To which the Gemara says, okay, pshita, that's obvious. In other words, that's obvious that that's a machlokis. Maudetema, what would you have thought? Maudetema, the Rebbe Sefugim Esapkilei, I would have thought that maybe Rebbe himself is Mesopak. Right? In other words, I will say, the Chachamim's position I understand. Right? The Chachamim hold that Allah Chalamaisa. First of all, I will say, just to so, just so understand how it's happening over here. When the Chachamim said in the Mishnah, Adam Ne'eman Adam Lomar Zek Sav Yadi. A person is believed to say, this is my signature. There are two things that Chachamim are saying. Is that number one, that the way to uphold the signature, if it's the witness himself who's saying that this is my signature, he himself is believed, you don't need two Adim. But what he's also saying is that when the two Adim who signed on the Shtar show up in Beisdin to attest to the authenticity of the Shtar, they're not simply attesting to the authenticity of their signatures. They're attesting to the authenticity of the transaction itself. They're being made on, the, they're giving testimony about the transaction. That's why all you need is the two of them. You don't need anyone else. The Chum's position is definitive. The Gemara says, what was the Havamina? The Havamina is maybe Rebbe himself was Masopak. Maybe, Re, Re, maybe Rebbe wasn't sure. Ultimately, again, when the witnesses themselves show up, are the witnesses testifying about their, their, their signatures? Or are they testifying about the actual transaction? The nafkamina. So I will say, where would the nafkamina case be? Listen to this. The nafkamina. They will say, what happens if one of them died? Let's say Ruvain died. Shimon is alive and well. Ruvain died. So I will say, then what would be the halacha? Would we require Would we require another two witnesses from the shuk to, from the marketplace? To go ahead and give edus, because Rabbi say that would be the case. The imkain kanofik nechi riva demamona apuna dechad desada. So Rabbi say this is actually a very interesting case. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says over nafkamina. It's a very very long Rashi. We're not going to do all of it, but I just want to show you some of it. Look at Rashi. Vinafkamina bein savik levade. So Rabbi say we're asking now in the shita of Rebbe. In the shita of Rebbe, is Rebbe definitive on his shita that when the edim show up, they're coming to a test? To the, excuse me, to the authenticity of their signatures and not testifying about the transaction, or maybe it was a bit masupak. Now I'll be the sorry, we'll say look at Rashi. We'll say this is such a great case. Ruben and Shimon, Ruben and Shimon signed on a document. Ruben died. Ruben died. Okay. So we'll say now listen to this. Now, would you require, so now, here's what we need. We need someone to go ahead and authenticate Ruvain's signature because Ruvain's dead. So we'll say, here's the Shaila. Can we go ahead and allow Shimon, together with another aide, maybe to go ahead and authenticate the document, right? Or do we require two independent witnesses from the marketplace to authenticate Ruvain's, Ruvain's signature? Now, why, what, what does it matter? We'll say, listen to this. Because we don't want Shimon testifying about his signature and Ruvain's signature as well. And I will say, because I can say like this, maybe what we should do is like this. In a case where Shimon recognizes both, let Shimon go ahead and attest to the authenticity of his signature. 
and Ruben's signature and just bring another eight as well. The Dilma because they say maybe according to Rebbe, they're really te- they're testifying about the transaction. Listen to this. This is pretty wild. According to Rebbe, if you would hold that your translate that your that they're testifying on the transaction, watch this. In a case where Ruvain died, so Shimon comes along and Shimon testifies about his 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 signature. Now we'll say, now we could be Mithari for another eight along with him, but it doesn't really matter. Once Shimon's testifying about his own signature, that's good. Let's say Shimon also recognizes Ruvain's signature. Then Prabhu say what? So therefore Ruvain will testify, oh that's Ru- that's I'm sorry, Shimon will testify that's also Ruvain's signature. And we'll bring another eight to testify along with Shimon about Ruvain's signature. But see, here's the problem with that Eidos. It turns out, listen to how incredible this is. Three quarters of the claim is decided by one witness. How is that so? Because you're say essentially when, Ruben, when Shimon comes along and says, that's my signature, effectively he's like two eight witnesses. When he then testifies about the authenticity of Ruvain's signature, along with another eight, so I will say, Three quarters of the testimony is coming from Shimon. One quarter is coming from the other eight. And the Gemara says, Rashi points out over here, This is wild. They will say, this is a fascinating halacha, and it's a fascinating drasha. Rashi's understanding over here that when witnesses come to give testimony, it's got to be at least close to an even split of testimonial knowledge. Now, I will say, now the truth is, the classic situation of Eidos is where both Edim know what? Both Edim know what? Everything, right? Both Edim know everything. Sometimes you could piece together partial information, but in a transactional sense, where we see that essentially one aid is bringing three quarters of the Eidos, and the other aid is bringing one quarter of the Eidos, that is a lopsided testimonial unit and will not work. The Gemara is just highlighting, according to Rebbe, what is the potential suffix. Back to the Gemara. Back to the Gemara. So I'll say, therefore, maybe according to Rebbe, we should go in both directions of the Chumra. So the Gemara entertains the Havamina. Rashi goes on and explains the rest of the Havamina. For our purposes, the Gemara just says, Rebbe is not Mesupak. Rebbe is clear on his sheet that according to Rebbe, when witnesses show up in Basin to certify Ishtar, what are they certifying, Rebbe say? What are they certifying? They're certifying signatures. Which Rebbe say, by the way, it may, just to understand Rebbe's position, it makes a lot of sense. What's, what's, what's the logic of saying we certify signatures and not transactions? Not transactions? He'll say, you ever have a conversation with someone, a difficult conversation where you're working through something and you reach resolution, right? And you know that happiness, that simcha, like when you finally reach a resolution. And you ever have a situation where a day later, the person, it may be your spouse for argument's sake, right? But the person brings up the same conversation, the same conversation, and you're good, right? It's been on my bed, I'm working on my bed, right? And I'm saying to myself, 
did, did, didn't, didn't we just have this conversation? Right? We, we just, we just, we, we, we worked through this. It was great. We sat down. I didn't even check my email. Right? I, I was attentive the entire time. We worked through it. Right? We had this conversation already. And we, remember, we reached the resolution. Rebbe says like this. We don't want to start revisiting transactions. Because the moment we start revisiting transactions is every single contested document is going to become now a whole new Dintora in transactions. So Rebbe says, no, 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 when you have a document, if it's contested, we're going to do one thing and one thing only, which is what? Which is what? Certify signatures. And if we could certify signatures, we're done. We're done. We are not getting into having this whole transactional conversation again. So we'll say, it's fine. So Rebbe holds, therefore, even when the witnesses themselves show up, Reuven and Shimon themselves show up, we need to certify signatures. How do you certify signatures? Two witnesses per signature. And now, now I, Ruven saying, it's me. It's me. And Shimon saying, it's me. Bezin says, I know, Ruven, we love you. Shimon, we love you. Do you have a friend, right? Do you have someone else who can help attest? And we'll say, it's actually, it's godless. Whereas the Chachamim say, no, no, no. If the witnesses who actually saw the transaction are showing up, what they're really testifying on is what? Is what? Is the transaction. And I've said there's a huge nafkamina. According to Rebbe, you're going to need two witnesses per, per signature, even when the Aiden themselves are showing up. According to the Chachamim, if the witnesses themselves are showing up, all you need is what? Them and no one else. Fantastic. And said, let's go back there. Says the Gemara, V'i lekatrei elechad mai. Bozai, so what about in a situation where halacha lemaisa, let's say again, in the case where one of the witnesses died, right? Ruvain died. Let's say, Rebbe said, halacha lemaisa, there aren't two witnesses who recognize the signature of Ruvain, the dead witness. Elachat, Rashi says, Elachat, v'zeachai nami makira maynav. And I will say, here's the following situation. Let's say Ruvain died. Ruvain died. And what? So now I need two witnesses to go ahead and certify Ruvain's, Ruvain's signature. So I only have one, but I have to see that Shimon does recognize Ruvain's signature as well. Is that actionable or not? So I'm going to Abaye. So we'll listen to this. Abaye says, this is incredible. So we'll say, so remember, here's, here's the issue. The issue, of course, is that we don't want to have a situation where the majority of testimony is coming from one witness over the other, right? So remember, again, if I've got, if I've got Shimon testifying about his own signature and testifying about, about Shimon's and Ruvain's signature, we've got lopsided testimony. So, so Abaye says, so what can you do? I'll say, watch this. Here's what Shimon should do. Shimon should write his, his signature on a piece of clay and throw it into Beisdin. Throw it into Beisdin. Not literally throw it into Beisdin, right? But deposit it in Beisdin. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. If, if Shimon writes his signature on a piece of clay, throws that piece of clay into Beisdin. Beisdin now has the piece of clay. So I will say, what could Beisdin now do? What could Beisdin do? What could Beisdin do? They can go ahead and authenticate Shimon's signature without Shimon having to say a word. Because I will say, you could do that. Remember, we saw this before. You could authenticate signatures from other documents without testimony. Without testimony. So this I will say, well, it's godless. What is Shimon doing? Abai is such a great idea. Let sh- essentially Shimon corroborate your, your, or, or certify your signature without having to be made, without having to give edus. So write it down on the piece. And therefore what? And then Shimon could go with the other witness and what? Certify Ruvain, the dead witness's signature. Beautiful. 
Incredible, incredible. But the Gemara says, however, v'davka chaspa. By the way, we only want you to do this on a piece of clay. But don't do it on a piece of parchment. Why not? So it is incredible. Because maybe you'll find an unsc- if you put it on a piece of parchment, it will say, right? You find someone's signature on a piece of parchment, what can you do? Uh, the possibilities are endless, what you could do, right? We could write, because we'll say, we'll see in just a moment what you could do. Because of Iluye. My Deboy. And the concern would be ultimately again that a person may find it and may ultimately go ahead and do something, do, do whatever he wants the document. I will say, what can you do with the document? Take a look at Rashi. This is actually fascinating. First white line in Rashi. Because my Deboy. you ask yourself, I don't understand. If I write Shmuel Silber on a piece of parchment, what, what is someone going to do with that? Right? What can you possibly do with it? Look at Rashi. Listen to this. There is such a document, there is such a document that if a person writes, I borrowed money from Shimon. I borrowed money from Shimon. And I, I the borrower, put my signature on that document that is a binding loan document. That's chasimas yad halova. In other words, if the borrower himself signs the star, that has the power of a that has a that has the power of a regular loan document. So I will say, so if I go ahead and I write my name on a piece of parchment, and there's room on the top part of that piece of parchment, someone can literally come along and write what? Did I, Shmuel Silber, borrowed money? And again, that will be an enforceable document because it has my signature on it. Now, I'll just say something so interesting about this Gemara. You know, I will say one of the one of the greatest conflicts we have in Ben Adam Lechavero is how are you supposed to view people? I will say it's a fundamentally fundamental like machlokis. Do you, should you view people as inherently good, and when people do something bad, it's an aberration, or ultimately again, no, people are inherently bad. People are inherently bad, and people, given the opportunity, will go ahead and stab you in the back, and will take advantage of you, and, and essentially, you know, trust no one until they verify, until they earn your trust. Trust has to be earned, but trust is not the default. And I will say, it's two different... Now, the, the truth is, from our hashkafa, we, we absolutely believe that people are inherently good. People are inherently good, right? But ultimately, again, people make mistakes. People make mistakes. But the way to view another individual, the, way, the, the key to the ahaftalare acha kamocha is to believe that people at their core are good. And when they do something that is bad, that's an aberration. I So what do you do with the Gemara like this? So what do you do with the Gemara like this? Is Chazala teaching us? No one is beyond temptation. No one is beyond temptation. Sometimes the greatest mistake we make in life is I think, oh, I would never do that. They will say, given the opportunity, any of us would do anything. Any of us would do anything. And it is important to recognize this inherent human frailty. Because the moment we think that we're above a certain temptation, the moment I think I, I would never commit that Avera. Oh, all these other ones for sure I would do, right? But, but, but that one, but that one I wouldn't do. I will say, there, there are many, many tragic stories that are written that begin with people who said, I would never do that, and then end up doing it. And, and I will say, it's okay. In other words, so what's the paparashkapa? The paparashkapa is, I know that I'm capable of doing anything. I know that I'm capable of making any kind of mistake, which is why I have to be vigilant at all times. So in Chazal say, don't write your name on a piece of parchment and just leave it out. That's not Chazal saying, ah, people are bad. People are going to take advantage of you if you let them. 
What it's saying is, no one is beyond temptation. And even an upright, honest individual who sees a piece of parchment with Shmuel's silver written on it may have a very strong temptation to utilize that for his own benefit and may in fact do that. View people as inherently good. And when they make mistakes, those are fundamental personalistic aberrations. But at the end of the day, also realize that no one, including ourselves, is beyond any level of temptation for any type of avera. Such an incredible yisod. Utnan, the Gemara says, we learned, and was here, we just see it. If a person produces a document, produces a document, right? Reuven produces a document and it has my signature on it. No idim. But it says, I Shmuel Silver borrowed $10,000 from Reuven, from Reuven. Again, that is an enforceable claim, granted only against Nechassim ben Echorin, not Nechassim Meshubadim. Amr Bihuda Amr Shmuel. Halacha Kitivre Chachamim. The halacha is like the Chachamim Abosai, the halacha Lamaisa again. When Edim, when the Edim themselves show up in Beisdin to certify a document, Reuven and Shimon show up, they are certifying the transaction, and all we need is Reuven and Shimon, no other testimony. To which the Gemara says, Pshita, Yochid Ram Halacha Kirabim. That's obvious, Rabbi say it's, it's a Machlogis Rabbi Nechachamim. Chachamim are a group, Rabbi is an individual, Halacha always follows the group. To which the Gemara says, Ma'adatema Halacha Kirabim Mechaviro. Rabbi say in general, the Halacha is that Halacha follows Rabbi over his fellow disputants. So I might have thought over here, maybe in this case, maybe in this case, maybe the halacha always follows Rebbe, even when Rebbe is the minority opinion. No, Kamashmalo will say that that's not the case. And therefore, I will say the Gemara rules that halacha and the Chachamim are believed. And therefore, when Reuven and Shimon themselves show up in Bezin to testify about their signature, all we need is Reuven and Shimon. We do not need any other testimony to join with them. Why? Because Adam Ne'eman Adam Lomar Zek Sabiadi. Person is believed to say, that's my signature. That's my signature and that's it. And I will say on a deeper level, we pass like the Chachamim, that when the witnesses themselves who sign the document show up to certify the document, they're in fact not certifying signatures. What are they doing? They're certifying the transaction. Certifying the transaction. Beautiful. Says the Gemara. So, Amr le Rav Hanuna Barhiya, Rav Yehuda, Amr le Rav Huna Barhiya, Rav Yehuda, the Amr le Rav Hiya Barhiya, Rav Yehuda. Somebody said to somebody, right? Umi Amr Shmuel Hachi. Did Shmuel actually say this? Right? Did Shmuel actually say that the halacha follows the Chachamim? Is that really true? Vaha, let's listen to this. Vaha Hushtara, the Nafak Mebeidina de Mar Shmuel. There was a certain star. That came out of the basin of Marshmuel. And what happened? They will say, here's what the document said in it. When Ravanan Barchia came along, and what happened? He went ahead and he went ahead and he testified about Chasimas Yade, his his hand, his his signature. And one with him, Umanu Rav Chanan Barava. Umid Asr Rav Chanan Barava va'asid achasim asyadei va'adachad di'imei. So we'll say, and then Rav Chanan Barava came along and testified about his signature and the signature of the other one, Umanu Rav Anan Barchia. Asherinu v'kaiminu kidechaz. We upheld the star. So we'll say, what was happening in this document? In this document, what they recorded was essentially each aide testified about his signature. And the other's signature, we'll say this is the first case of the Mishnah, where essentially, what did you have? Therefore, what did you have? Two witnesses on each signature. They both say, that sounds like whose position? Rebbe. 
Rebbe, and this document is coming out of the Beisdin of Shmuel. See, here you see a certified star from the Beisdin of Shmuel has two witnesses on each, has two witnesses for each, for each signature. Amr Ad Yehuda, Amr Shmuel. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Amr Leah, Hushtara, Diyasmi Hava. They both say that was a different kind of star. That was ultimately, again, what we call a shtara diyasmi. Now, both say, so this was a star that had to do with the property of, of yisomim, of orphans. And they say, in general, the halacha is very careful with the estate of yisomim, because often that state, that estate, excuse me, is subject to unscrupulous individuals. And therefore, we take additional care and concern of preserving the estate. Now, watch this. The chash shmuel lebezd in towin. And Shmuel was concerned about a Beisdin that would not be as vigilant in the future. Look at Rashi. The Chash Shmuel, it's five lines up from the bottom of Rashi. Shimlo Kasav Bo'ela Ploni Heyed Aksav Yado, Uploni Heyed Aksav Yado, Shema Kishiotziu Hayisom Mishtar Zebe Beisdin Lagavos, Yaosa Beisdin Toa, Lomar Shalacha Kirebi, Firmashain Zekiyum. See, I will say, essentially, over here, what's happening is Rebbe was Machmir. Rebbe was Machmir. That ultimately, again, Rebbe. Um, I'm sorry, not Rabbi, Shmuel. Sorry, Shmuel was machmir. So, say, so here's what we're saying is, Shmuel was like the Chachamim. And therefore, again, when the, therefore according to the Chachamim, when witnesses show up, Reuben and Shimon show up to Bezin, and Reuben says, that's my signature. And Shimon says, that's my signature. What else do you need? What else do you need? Nothing. We're done. Aye, but what about in this shtar, where Shmuel required the witness to testify about his signature and the other witness Right? Reuven had to testify that that's mine and that's Shimon's. And Shimon said, that's mine and that's Reuven's. He required two witnesses per signature. Why? Different case. He was being machmer. He was being machmer. I will say this was a case of the estate of Yisomim, and he was concerned about a basin, a future basin that would make a mistake. And therefore, again, the Yimars of the basin Tohen, the Sarvashmol, Dilma, Ika, Disrele, Elacha, Kerim, Mechavirav, Velome, Chaviro. He was concerned that a future based in might think the halacha follows Rebbe. So we'll say essentially, Rebbe was machmir. Rebbe, sorry, I keep saying Rebbe. Shmuel was machmir. That even though Shmuel Paskins, the halacha follows the chachamim, he was concerned that a future based in might think that the halacha follows Rebbe and would therefore invalidate this shtar. So what did Shmuel essentially want to do? He wanted to make this certification of this document. Kasher, according to all opinions, therefore the Yisomim would not run into any problems. Incredible. Eid v'dayin mitzitafin. I'm an interesting halacha. An aid, right, a witness, and a dayin, and one of the judges could go ahead and combine to certify signatures. Look at Rashi. Eid v'dayin, three lines are from the bottom of Rashi. Eid v'dayin, shtar shekasu bo henpik, v'chasmu ha-dayonin al henpik, shalo, v'l'achar zman kishot siu hamal v'alagabos so I will say, literally what this sounds like over here is that one of the Edim and the Dayan, bless you, could go ahead and combine to uphold one of the signatures. What a, what a, beautiful, what a beautiful teaching. So the Gemara said, Amarava, my Malyusa, why is that a good teaching? That's terrible. My de Kamasid Sahada, lo Kamas, lo Kamasid Dayana, Umad de Kamasid Dayana, lo Kamasid Sayada. So, we'll say, listen to this. This is fascinating. So, ultimately, and I will say, just, just to throw in one more wrinkle, what's happening over here? We're talking about over here, Halacha Lamaisa, of a star that had a henpick. 
Ahem Pekar will say, Hey Nun Pei Kuf is a certification. This is a certification. We're going to see the text of it on Ahmed Beis. So this is literally a certification that says, Vishtar was brought before Beisdin. It was challenged in front of Beisdin, and we certified the Shtar. So I say, just to illustrate the case over here. So A lent B $10,000. The document was signed by witnesses. It was even certified in a Beisdin. B now comes along and says, the whole thing is forged. The whole thing is forged. The document is forged. The signatures are forged. The handpick, the certification is forged. So we'll say, now what is the Gemara saying? They bring this document to Beisdin. So we'll say, listen to this. So now let's say one of the Adim, we'll call him Ruvain. Ruvain says, no, 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 that's my document. And that's my signature. And one of the Dayanim says, that's my handwriting from the certification. So Rabbi says, so now comes along, Rabbi says, Shmuel, the aid and the Dayan could go in and combine together to uphold the Shtar. Right? So you have two witnesses certifying to the authenticity of the Shtar. So comes along Rabbi and Rabbi says, how could that happen? They're, they're testifying about what? About what? Two different things. Reuben is testifying that this is his signature. Dion, right? The judge is testifying that's what? That ultimately, again, that the certification is correct. It's not, you don't have two witnesses testifying on the same thing. You have two witnesses testifying to two separate things. The Kal is pretty incredible. Rabbi Cheska says, listen, guys, don't listen to anything my brother Yehuda says in the name of Shmuel. Good old sibling rivalry, right? Don't, don't go ahead. My brother, my brother Yehuda doesn't know what he's talking about. When he hears stuff in the name of Shmuel, he always gets it mixed up. I'm amazed. So I'll say, what happened? Here we go. So again, so we're still, we're still not exactly sure. So we have Rabbi Yehuda's same name of Shmuel, that an aide, a witness, and a dayon could go ahead and form a testimonial unit to certify Ishtar. Now, again, the problem with this that Rava brought up is that how could that be? They're testifying about two separate things. Here, the aide is testifying about his signature, and the dayun is testifying about the certification. Okay, so we leave that on the side. So here we go, a story. Ikla Rabbanoi Achud Shumshumi. So Rabbanoi, the brother of Rabbiya Bar Abba, went to go ahead and buy sesame seeds. And while he's out buying sesame seeds, apparently he conveyed the following. He conveyed the following. That an aid and a dayun, in fact, have the ability to combine. So, say, so once again, in this case over here, so we'll call him B, the borrower is claiming everything in this document is forged. The document is a forgery. The signatures are a forgery. The handpick, the certification, which is written on the shtar, is a forgery. Everything is a forgery. So comes along, comes along, Rabbi Noi, he says in the name of Shmuel, that if Ruvain, the aide, says, that's my signature, and Dayon says, yes, I wrote that certification, the combination of those two is enough to certify the document. Amra Meimar, Amemar said, Kama mal Wow, that is such a great ruling. Amra Rabashid Amemar, Mishum de Kalsa Avua de Imach, At Nami Mekalsale, because your grandfather praised this ruling, you're also going to praise it. Praise it. Rabbi say his grandfather was Rami Bar Because your grandfather praised it, now you're going to praise it. Kavar Parcha Rabba. Rabba already destroyed it. So I will say it appears that at the end of the day, we reject this idea of Shmuel that an aid and a dayon cannot combine to go ahead and form a testimonial unit to certify a document. Why? Why not? Why not? Because you're testifying about two separate things. 
because the aide is, is upholding his signature. The Dayan is upholding the handpicked certification. So because they're talking about two different things, even though it's the same star, ultimately they cannot combine. Very interesting. Amrav Safra, Amrav Yabba, Amrav Yitzchak, Parashwa, Barmarta, Amrav Huna. Amrav Huna, Amrav. Here we go. Shlosha, Shiyashu, Lekayim, Esashtar. So it's a very interesting case. Let's say three people sit down. Three people. I will say this. Now this is a based in. So I will say here's the case. Right? A lent B $10,000. It's, it's in a star. B comes along and says, forgery. Forgery, Sheva forgeries. No, not good. So now a based in is sitting down to certify this document. Is the document legit or not? So we'll say, so what happens? So we'll say, now watch this. Fascinating case. Here, the basin is sitting. On the basin itself, two of, two of the dayonim recognize the signatures. Right? right? Two of the dayonim recognize the signatures. And ultimately, again, one does not. One does not. So we'll say, look at Ashley just a moment. Ashtar. So it's just an interesting case here. Bazdin is coming along to certify the document, and they're not utilizing witnesses. They're not utilizing witnesses. So they're both saying, on the Bazdin, two, Dayan 1 and Dayan 2, recognize the signatures. Dayan 3 recognizes nothing. So what do we do? It's an incredible case. What do we do in this case? So they the Evechre no Makir. So the Gemara said, I'm sorry. Uh, so, so I'm sorry. Evechre no Makir. So here we go. Achlo Chasmu Midin Befarov. The Chosem. As long as they did not yet sign the certification, we'll say what we're going to call the handpick, the certification. Ultimately, the two can testify about their knowledge of the signatures in front of the third who does not know. And then that is enough edus to give the third the requisite knowledge and he could sign on the certification. We'll say again, one more time. Beisdin is sitting, three Beis, three, three Dayanim, Aleph, Beis, and Gimel. Aleph, Beis, and Gimel. There's a contested shtar that's come in front of them. There's no witnesses here. Beisdin wants to certify the shtar. Dayan, Aleph, and Beis, they recognize the signatures. They recognize the signatures. Gimel doesn't know anything. So I'm listen to what the Bryce had just said. As long as they have not yet signed on the certification, Dayonim Aleph and Beis could give testimony in front of Gimel and authenticate the signatures based on that testimony. So Dayan Gimel now becomes fully versed in the signatures as well, and all of the Dayanim can now sign on the certification. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So the Gemara says, now watch this, so the Gemara says, fine, I'm sorry. However, if they already signed the certification before giving that testimony in front of the third Dayan, then ultimately, again, the certification is invalid. So the Gemara says, okay, let, let's analyze this. So I'm saying, now obviously the second case makes sense. Why? Because if they signed, if the Bayesden signed on a certification, but Dayan number three did not yet receive the testimony of the first two, then what's the nature of that certification? It's false. It's false. Because the certification says, as we're going to see in just a moment, that all of the Dayanim are aware about the certification of the Shtar. So if they signed it, 
before giving testimony, before dying, number three, of course, that is not going to work. Nebo say, the Gemara has a more fundamental question. Umikas vinon. The Rebbe say, so just here, here's what seems to be happening. Just to play this out, here's seeing what, what's happening over here. The Bezin is looking at the Shtar. Great. Good news is, Dayan Aleph, Dayan Bez, they recognize Reuben and Shimon's signature. So we're all good. Dayan Gimel doesn't know anything. Fine, not a problem. There's a process. Now, it sounds like what happened over here is as follows. They're writing up the certification already. They're writing it up. Why are they writing it up? Why, now, they're writing it up even before they gave testimony in front of Dayan Gimel. Why are they writing it up now? Why? Why? I don't know. To save time. To save time. They're not signing it, but they're writing it up. So their theory is like this. Let's write up the certification because we know we're going to give our testimony in front of Dayan Gimel. Let's write up our certification. We'll give our testimony in front of Dayan Gimel. And after he receives our testimony, then what? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, we'll all sign. But we'll save ourselves a little bit of time, but we'll all sign. So you are you allowed to do that? Are you allowed even to write up a certification before all the Dayanim are aware about the authenticity of the document? This judicial certification. You're not even allowed to write up an authentic, write what we call a handpick, an authentication or certification of the document before all of the Dayanim are, know that the document is correct, the Mishazi Keshikra. Because they'll say, it looks like what? It looks like you're lying. Look at Rashi. They'll say, this is actually incredible. Rashi says over here, Rashi says, um, fine, actually, we don't have to answer it. We'll see afterwards. Good. So they'll say, so therefore the Gemara says, how could they even write it up ahead of time? Ela ima. So I will say, so bottom line, the Gemara says, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. Here's the proper process. So I will say, so just to go through this case, here we go. So what's happening over here is three Dayanim are sitting down. Contested document comes before them. There are no witnesses, but the good news is Dayan Aleph, Dayan Bays, they recognize the signatures of Ruven and Shimon. Fantastic. Gimel does not. So I will say, what's the process? Let's go through it. What's the process? Process is that essentially Aleph and Beis are going to give testimony in front of Gimel. What's the nature of their testimony? What's the nature of the testimony? We recognize the signatures of Reuben and Shimon. And I will say, what's the beauty of it? Two witnesses per signature, because they're both, they, they both of them recognize both. And now Gimel becomes fully informed. For now Gimel, Gimel has total knowledge. Now Rabbi will say, what happens? Now they all become a Beisdin again. And what does the Beisdin do? What does the Beisdin do? The Beisdin writes, Rabbi will say, what we call the handpick. The Beisdin writes the certification. Beautiful. What a great case. But a couple of caveats. What are the caveats? You can't write the certification before when? Before when? Before Gimel has full knowledge. If you write that certification before Gimel has full knowledge, then that looks like a lie. You're writing something that's untrue. Forget about signing it. You can't even write it up. Says the Gemara, Shmami Nat Plus. So we'll say we learned three things from here. Number one, Shmami Nat Eid Naaseh Dayan. Number one lesson is that a witness can become a judge. Right? Because remember what's happening over here, right? The first part of this is that Dayan A and Dayan B at first are not Dayan. What are they? What are they? They're, they're witnesses. They're giving testimony before Gimel. And then after they finish their testimony, they morph into judges. That's number one. We'll say, halakha number two that we learn is when judges themselves recognize signatures, 
We do not need supplemental testimony to uphold those signatures. That's what's happening in this case. And about say, furthermore, we learned that when you have judges, when you have judges, ultimately, again, who do not recognize signatures, we have to give testimony in front of each of the individual judges. Rashi says over here, So we'll say, we'll explain that last part tomorrow, but again, when giving testimony about a witness, you have to give testimony in front of each judge. We'll say, we'll stop over here for today. We'll pick up Amir Hashem with these three lessons. Amir Hashem tomorrow. Shkoyach. Let's say Hebron Zoom